We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, Smash Mouth. Rest in peace, Smash Mouth. Welcome back to the huddle. Getting your calls and texts here on the City's Own Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. I, um, I love these. We've got a couple of 1 to 10s. We've got an 8. Someone's an 8 on where the Gophers Jeez. are through two games. And this says everything about Minnesota sports fans. The next one, I'm at a 3. They have a lot to prove. That is, that is the dichotomy of Minnesota sports fans. I'm at an 8. I'm at a 3. I love it. That's what makes it fun. All right, let's yeah. talk a little Vikings football. Matthew Collar is at the stadium this morning. Uh, Matthew, good morning to you of purpleinsider.com joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Matt, I love this question. How's the vibe? What's the vibe in the stadium today? Oh, it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, you, you're talking about what out of 10. I mean, it should be a 10 out of 10 here today. You're coming off of uh, – I mean, you know, you're coming off a 13-win season where a lot has changed, and I think that there's a lot of excitement from the fan base to see uh, kind of a new-look team here. I mean, you've got a rookie first-round wide receiver. You've got a very, very different defense with Brian Forrest. It's going to be a lot more aggressive. This is a game that I think also Vikings fans believe that they should win against the Tampa Bay team that is Tom Brady-less. You know, so I I think that there's some expectations here. And also – you know, the crowd is going to be an important factor in this game because Brian Forrest is going to throw all sorts of different looks at Baker Mayfield. He's got a new look offensive line, like how much, you know, he can, uh, they can, they can impact the, the communication there is going to be a big deal today. And then also the Vikings are doing their throwback game, their classic game. So they've got oh. classic jerseys. They've got, you know, a classic game program, all sorts of stuff, even down to the snacks in the press box. Uh, they have a classic feel. So I'm not is it the kidding. chicken That's fingers from the Metrodome? <laughs> <laughs> okay, not that classic. Oh, I love. Hey, the Metrodome like chicken fingers were amazing. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, the, the food will be good. I guarantee. You. I'm going to eat right after this, so I'm looking forward to that as well. <laughs> hey, Matthew, what do, what do you think about them making the decision to go with Baker Mayfield over Kyle Trask, number one? But also, do you expect to see this to be a, a much more run-first type of a team this year with Tampa Bay? With They do have a, a stable of running backs, a big offensive line, and probably, if it's Baker Mayfield, it's interesting to know whether or not he's got the arm for the NFL. I mean, we haven't figured that out for the last three or four years still, and that's why he jumps from team to team to team. But what do you think going into this game? Are we going to see a big running attack? No, I think that you're absolutely right that they will. I mean, I think that uh, from the offense that they played with Tom Brady, this could not be more different. I mean, Tom Brady was standing the shotgun, 
uh, analyze the field, read everything in the defense, and then deliver an accurate pass from the pocket. And, and I think that what they're going to do with Baker Mayfield is kind of like what Kevin Stefanski and Gary Kubiak wanted to do a few years back with Kirk Cousins, which is establish the run early in the game, try to marry the run in the pass, and then hit some shots down the field. Because the thing about Baker is, you know, if he can stand and deliver, he's an NFL quarterback who's won a playoff game before. I mean, so, uh, you know, I think that, I mean, he's a, he's a pretty darn good quarterback when he can be very comfortable, right? And when he's got good receivers and they're open and he can just stand and throw to them. I think where Baker really struggles is when you force him to do anything else. When you throw him off of his spot or when he's in unfavorable situations. I mean, if it's third down and 10, you're sending the house at him. I, I don't think that's really his strength. So they want to play from ahead. And they've got a pretty good running back in Rashad White that I'm really interested in here. Uh, you know, they've got a new offensive line, of course, which if you're a bunch of new offensive linemen, you would much rather run block on first and second down than you would sit back there and try to pass block 50 times in a game and face all those Brian Flores defenses. And I think it's a really good test for the Vikings defensive line because, you know, they lost some really good run stoppers. Delvin Tomlinson, I, I thought, was one of the better nose tackles in the league. And then, you know, Zadarius Smith is probably underrated for his ability to stop the run as well. So now you have Tyrus Tonga, who played a handful of snaps last year, but is largely untested. Uh, they've got some kind of journeyman guys or guys who have been around, like uh, Jonathan Bullard, Dean Lowry, and then, you know, the young linebackers as well. Uh, Brian Asamoah and uh, Ivan Pace Jr. I mean, these guys, I, I mean, they're, they're, they're new in the NFL. So how they face you know, a, a you know, better rushing attack than uh, Tampa Bay's had in a while is going to be, I, I think, a major story in this game. Because if Tampa Bay can play from ahead, then that forces the Vikings into uh, you know, some unfavorable situations where it's you know, run or pass. And for a lot of young players and inexperienced players on the Vikings defense, I think that could be pretty tough. Matthew Collar joining us from Purple Insider on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Matthew, we have heard over and over and over how different this defense is going to look today under uh, Flores. It sounds like Marcus Davenport is not going to play, uh, or at least not. it does seem like he's not going to play. The inactives aren't out yet. But how does that change things up at all, if any, uh, without him in the linebacking court to what Flores wants to do this afternoon? Yeah, I'm waiting for the inactives here because that's that's kind of a big one. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any reports, but I was I was driving to the stadium about his status. But uh, if he is limited or not playing, it's a problem. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't have a whole lot behind Marcus Davenport, aside from, of course, Daniel Hunter. It was super valuable that Daniel Hunter came back because he can be a one-man pass rush. But behind Davenport, you're talking about DJ Wanham has mostly been a situational guy that has had a handful of sacks, but really not a whole lot of success when he's been asked to play more. And then, you know, Patrick Jones is a third-round pick who we haven't really seen too much of and didn't really blow anybody out of the water in uh, training camp. So uh, this is one of the issues with the defense just as a whole, and I think one of the reasons why, you know, they try as hard as they can in preseason, even though it's horrible to watch for us to not play anyone, not get anyone hurt, (laughs) because when you look around, you go, "Who's, who's the depth players here? Who's the depth in the secondary? Who's the depth on the defensive line? And the answer is basically no one. So, yeah, I think De- Davenport is a swingman. And the, and the thing is, too, that I think Brian Flores is excited about how he wanted to use Davenport because he was just a traditional 4-3 defensive end with uh, New Orleans. But uh, Flores has been moving him around, you know, playing him wide outside the tackle, playing him inside over the guards on some situational stuff. And, uh, I, you know, I'm interested to see throughout the season how that ends up playing out for him. But it's also been Davenport's history as a player. He's never played over 600 snaps, 
And when he shows up on the injury report last minute, you kind of go like, oh, I hope this isn't a thing again because this could be a problem. <laughs> Matthew, real quick, I know, I know we all obviously all focused on Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison and that whole exchange about what are we going to do and all that, and we obviously have figured it out. But do you think the Vikings are even going to try very hard today to work on the running game, or do you think it's just going to be you know the my three sons out there with Jefferson and Hawkinson and Addison? I mean, it's 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 interesting to me to just see what will we do. Are we gonna are we gonna almost abandon the run? I I think we'll try it early, but I'm just curious what you think because I don't know that that offensive line is a great run you know blocking offensive line. What do you think? Yeah, I think that well for one situation is going to dictate that i mean last year it was remarkable how many times they could not put teams away with the running game i mean that's the thing it's like you get ahead with the pass and you win the game with the run uh in the nfl kind of the, the modern way of playing and they could not win the game with the run last year and that's why so many teams came back on them and they had to have so many fourth quarter comebacks and i think you know just even going back to the nfl combine when we talked to kevin o'connell and then the fact that they signed Josh Oliver, I think that there is a concerted effort to have a more efficient running game, a running game that's not so much boom or bust. Last year, Delvin Cook had a, you know, a couple of 75-yard runs, and he had a lot of uh, negative runs as well. So I think that they want something that they can help pretty much set up the pass with. And I agree with you that I think they're going to come out early and try to get that going. But it's a great question about Kevin O'Connell because last year there were times where it wouldn't get going, and he would just – like you said, totally abandoned it. And uh, I think that one of the things I tended to agree with Mike Zimmer to some extent was that with the run game, sometimes you just have to stick with it until you can break free and then you can start, you know, pounding away at the other team. And I, I think they kept teams in the game because they weren't effective running. So uh, I want to see if there's going to be big personnel because in training camp, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of two tight end stuff, CJ Ham a little bit more involved. So I think that's going to be the plan to, to kind of even out the uh, talent gap between Delvin Cook and Alexander Madison is to just load up and try to create a little more favorable situations with personnel. Hey guys, well, the good I'm thing gonna, is, is I'm going to interrupt here. Marcus Davenport officially inactive. Okay, the there we today. go. Came oh, out, so he's it. inactive today. Uh, Matt, last one for you, for me at least. Uh, the Vikings win, if, complete the fill-in-the-blank for me. The Vikings win this game if... Uh, yeah, I think it's just if they can keep uh, Baker Mayfield off balance because mm-hmm. if he is steady in the pocket, he has two of the best wide receivers in the league, and they are facing two of the most inexperienced cornerbacks in the league. And you know, I think if you can avoid that matchup, uh, avoid too much one-on-one of Mike Evans versus Makai Blackman, which is about a six- or seven-inch height difference there, uh, and also a huge experience difference between a consistent 1,000-yard receiver and someone who's never played before. You know, I, I really think if they could take advantage of those matchups because, you know, I, I do think that they're going to score points today and they're going to move the ball. But, of course, I've got to say it, it must be said, the interior offensive line will also determine this game as well because if they get eaten <laughs> up inside and these guys have not improved, that you know what's going to happen. They're going to struggle to run. Kirk Cousins is going to get pressured and can't escape. And uh, we've seen that movie before. But I think as long as they're even halfway decent against Vita Vea in the middle of that Tampa Bay defense, they can win this game. Do you just recycle that article with new names every week? Like because it seems every year, right? We always talk about it. Okay, Vikings interior offensive line, change name, change name, change name. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Tom Compton, Dakota Dozier. Nick oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you could go back. Josh Klein. Uh, this is Pat actually, Elfline. here's the one Keep thing going. I'll say, though. 
this this is the the one the one thing I'll say to their credit is this is the first time since 2012 where they've returned the entire five offensive linemen, and I think that that does bode well for them. It doesn't it doesn't guarantee anything, but I think chemistry is a big deal on the offensive line. So they don't need to be perfect; they just need to be better. Matthew Collar from Purple Insider, thanks for joining us. Enjoy the game today. If you didn't see his post uh, from a little while ago, he's got the uh, game program up there as well. And I hope I hope you get uh, Metrodome chicken fingers today, buddy. I really do. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> thanks, Matthew. thanks a lot, guys. Have a good day. Thanks. Check him out on Twitter at Matthew Collar or at PurpleInsider.com. We'll quick take a quick break, come back, and we'll do the fast break. You're listening to The Huddle on A3O-WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.